Jai Shri Radhe. So today is a, is a super special day, and so we're going to say a, a special prayer to Lord Ram. And for those of us that are not familiar with Lord Ram, he is an avatar in the Vedas, an avatar of the divine, who was uh, the example of the perfect human being. And uh, I, I like to think of Lord Ram as this, um, as the king, and as a king. Uh, of, of who I get to be a messenger of in my life. And we all get mm. to be a messenger of in our lives. We get to be the hands, the feet, the heart of the king, the extension of this, this benevolent, um, loving, protective, pure-hearted Lord, divine Lord. And so I love Lord Ram. We just did a kirtan downstairs right now. We were dancing around like a bunch of monkeys. And... Mm. Uh, and having a beautiful meditation on the divine names of the Lord. And so those of us that are not familiar with prayer, we're going to just take a moment to pause wherever mm. you guys are at right now, whatever you're doing right now, to, to pause and to take a deep breath. Connect to the rhythm of your breath and connect to receiving. You're not doing anything right now. You don't have to do anything. Just soften your mind. Soften your body and prepare to receive. Receive the power of prayer. That any moment in our life, we have an opportunity to call out to a higher power. Any moment of our life that's fully available for us. The divine is accessible to us in our darkest times, is accessible to us when we're riding that wave, experiencing the highs of the highs. Always available is that connection. And so we pray to Lord Ram, Pray to our beloved Lord, who is our protector, who is always available to us. Whenever we need connection, whenever we're looking for grace, whenever we're looking for compassion, we're looking for love, we're looking for hope, when, whatever it is that we're looking for, whatever that quality is, that's available to us when we call out the name Ram. We call out to the divine asking for that shelter, asking for that grace to flow into our lives. And so right now, no matter what state of consciousness we're in, we're taking this pause in our life to reconnect, to remember that there is a, a beloved friend right by our side, a benevolent king that has all of the resources, that has anything that we would ever need to be connected in our consciousness to our higher power. But that's always available to us when we reach out, asking to be instruments. And sometimes it feels difficult. Sometimes it's the most challenging thing to do in our life, to reach out, to submit ourselves to a higher power. It's so challenging to open ourselves up to grace, to open ourselves up to that there's purpose behind everything that's happening. And so we're, we're just pausing right now in our life. We're taking that pause collectively right now as a Sangha, as a group, to assist each other in submitting to that higher power, making ourselves available for that divine connection. Give us the courage and give us the strength, my Lord, today, that wherever we are at in our life, that we can pause and that we know that you're walking with us and that whatever it is that we may need in our life to feel connected, Whatever it is right now to feel connected to you, you can make that available for us. You can help, 
Help us have that catalyst. Help us have that transformation so that we feel that closeness to you. We feel meaning and we feel deep purpose in our life. And we feel that we can be instruments of change. We can be instruments of service, that we can make a difference in our lives and the lives of others. Please give us the strength. Give us the courage to lean into you. And please give us that consciousness today so that we may serve you with all of our hearts. We may be instruments of grace and compassion in the lives of all those you bring into our life, all those you bring before us. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So beautiful, Veer. Thank you so much. Thank you for being that comforting voice for us um, every morning. Thank you for... Uh, of bringing us back into uh, into alignment with the body, body, mind, and heart. It's kind of what, what we need at any moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I love the the mood that that um you know that 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 connection is uh, is available to us every single moment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're never really lost. You know, yeah, we're never really lost. We just forgot that we've just forgotten where we are. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, how you, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm just seeing, uh, gratefully appreciating the prayer. Satya Hinduja also. Satya, we love you. Uh, Satya and I are actually going to be putting together a, um, a guided meditation. Mm. That she, she's an amazing um, sound healer using, mm. the, using sacred sound, sound vibration to help people to reconnect to their true nature and their highest power. And so mm. we're going to be weaving prayer and, and sound mm. just somehow or other through our connection. We're like, we got to Let's do something. Let's serve together. So Satya, it's so great to see you online. And, and mm. uh, my consciousness today is, is really um, in my meditation today. And last night I was, I was reading a book, um, mm. which I highly recommend anybody who's interested in um, Japa meditation. Mm. It's, it's called The Living Name by Sachinanda mm. Swami. Anyone who's interested in, in connecting deeply with the, the power, the practice of recitation of divine name, holy name, mm. that, um, you know, last night I was reading just a, just a few pages of it. And, and, uh, and he's talking about how, you know, we can, we can really kind of like make our relationship with our higher power an mm. it, you know, it becomes an it, right? Like, oh, I got to do mm. it. You know, I got to do this and that. And it becomes like this it. It, it, loses its, it loses its life, you know, that relationship and that connection. And how, you know, and so he, he's talking a little bit about that last night. So I brought that in my meditation today. He's like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not sitting down to do it. I'm not sitting down mm. to do my meditation. Like I'm sitting down to connect with a person. Mm. I'm sitting down to connect with somebody who is with me and who cares about me, who knows, knows me better than I know myself. Like, and I'm here to like mm-hmm. open my heart to that person and to feel that grace and to feel that shelter from revealing mm-hmm. my mind and heart to, you know, my dear most friend and confidence. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, I felt today in my meditation that I was really able to lean into mm-hmm. that, like that, that, like the name was like swirling mm-hmm. in my mind and, and that, uh, you know, everything that I'm looking for in my life, I think that I'm, I think that it's in the world. I so think that my happiness mm. is in the world. I so think that my happiness is in the material mm. world. I'm totally guilty of that. There's no question about that. Mm. And, uh, and, and by controlling matter and you know, getting what I need, getting what I want, when I want it, how I want it, 
that's going to bring me fulfillment, that's going to bring me lasting mm. happiness and lasting connection. And, uh, you know, just reading in, in Bhagavatam this morning, where it's just like, that's like, we've never seen a person that has had everything mm. material, but made, you know, that didn't have a, a spiritual connection, fulfilled, endlessly happy, you know, like mm. perpetually blissful and happy. We've never seen an mm. example of that, you know, and, and the contrary, we've seen so many examples of people having everything material and, and still suffering, you know, and, mm. uh, and, and we've also seen examples of people having everything material and, and having a, an amazing connection mm. with the divine. And so it's just like, it's not about the material. It's not about the external. It's about that relationship. It's about my perception. It's about that inner landscape and, and how I'm experiencing, you know, life every moment. And am I experiencing it with a connection to a higher power? Am I, am I experiencing with a connection to myself spiritually mm. that is, uh, that's not bound by external conditions and external circumstances, but that is naturally fulfilled naturally happy, naturally mm. blissful, naturally compassionate, naturally seeing the opportunity in every experience of my life. Mm. Am I experiencing that? Am I moving toward that or, um, or not? And so, so that, that's a little bit of what I'm thinking about today and, and uh, this mm. morning and, and just feeling like it's, it's again, it's like I can go through a couple of days in a few days where it's like, man, I'm not feeling connected in my meditation. I'm not mm. feeling that connection. I'm not feeling that, mm. that closeness to the divine. Mm. And, uh, and that it's like, okay, like, man, like, go, am I going to go deeper? You know, am I going to go deeper in this moment? Am I going to, am I going to take this as an opportunity to say, man, I'm not feeling connected to you, but I want mm. to feel that connection. Mm. Please help me to feel that connection. My heart is yours. Or am I departing and I'm starting to find it and I'm going to distract mm. myself and I'm going to watch a movie now and like try to find happiness somewhere else, you know, like. So today, you know, was one of those, those, those beautiful reminders and I've had it, you know, probably, uh, you know, 10,000 times in my life, you know, the, the feeling of being disconnected and then the feeling of being, feeling reconnected. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and that when I feel reconnected, that is all I'm looking for in my life. That's all I'm looking for in my life. And, and I'm so yeah. grateful for um, Sachinandan Swami. I'm so grateful for mm -hmm. the, the devotees, our, our monks and, and the crew, the, the, 13, the 13 strong in the Bhakti Center building that um, yeah. are, are daily reminders. So grateful for Doyal. Mm. So grateful for all you guys tuning in. Everybody is a, a daily reminder, helping me come closer to that, that, uh, mm. that connection. So mm. that's, uh, that's a little bit off the, off the cusp. Gosh, you got me feeling grateful. You got me feeling grateful. You got your tea there. I, I haven't brought my tea yet to the show. Um, as you, as you just a speaking, reminder, just reminding you, DJ. Reminding it. Yeah. Yeah. The words, famous words, of Samuel Jackson. Um, I was, um, I was, uh, as you were thinking, I was thinking about how, um, that, you know, we, we live in, in such a world that, that happiness has become like an instant gratification scenario or the unexpected for some, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know what I mean? Like I have a headache. I want to take an Advil, make that headache go away. I'm hungry. Let me go immediately find food. And like, I can buy it at the store or just run through the drive through. It's like, whatever I'm feeling, there's, there's a sense of like an immediate button or something that I push or buy or get that takes care of the feeling that I have or will give me what I want. I'm looking for excitement. So like, you know, it, it's almost like, it's like, it's like, honestly, like, like watching movies has become even hard because if something doesn't grab my attention in the first five minutes, I'm changing. 
up next. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like I, I've become such, I have such a high standard for experience in the world because so many things are available for whether it's food, whether it's movies, entertainment, music, even, you know what I mean? We have, now we have, it used to just be you turn on the radio and just get into whatever you're listening to. I have every song at my fingertips on Spotify. So I'm not going to waste my time on a less than perfect song. And so it's like, I'm going to like, oh, doesn't catch my, moving on to the next one. You know, we live in this instant gratification of like ultra high expectations of what something brings to me. And we sort of lost the sense of cultivation, mm-hmm. of cultivating something almost like, like a harvest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, like, a, like a gardener, like mm-hmm. planting, planting the seeds, tilling the field to harvest something that is of, of much, you know, it's like, it's like trading in fast food for like a, a five course meal and that five course meal doesn't come like like i love um you know there there is this um you know we, we live in especially in new york city like seamless is like ads all over the place and it, it's kind of like almost sad the way they do the marketing like i don't know if anybody works for seamless out there we love you but it's kind of like you know it's it's it, they're encouraging people don't cook like don't go in your kitchen just order out all the time like cooking is of the past cooking's lame you know don't cook and then there's certain um you know, certain restaurants that counter that by saying, you know, so, some food just wasn't designed to be car, uh, bicycled across town in a backpack. You know what I mean? There's certain experiences of it that aren't just meant to be fast food. You know, if you mm-hmm. want something rich, something deep, and I think that spirituality, connection with God, it, it, we're talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, okay, I'm feeling lonely. Let me feel connection. I'm feeling mm-hmm. bored. Let me find excitement. I'm feeling depression, let me find, you know, uh, joy. It's mm. let me make that deposit into a bank account. Let me, let me till that field. I'm actually just, I'm actually just, we, we talked a little bit about yesterday about being, being rece- receiving. Mm. And uh, Laura, our good friend who's tuning in on Zoom, she, she quoted this verse from the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is the biography of Sri Chaitanya, um, where it said that there's no need to, to sow seeds in barren land. And so um, I was I was looking up, there's this beautiful section in the same book about the idea of, of devotion being like a seed that gets planted in the heart. And uh, Sri Chaitanya is speaking to his student, Rupa Goswami, and he says, according to their karma, all living entities are wandering throughout the universe. So it's kind of like what you're saying in terms of, you know, we might have material enjoyment, but it doesn't bring some like lasting fulfillment. It's kind of like, we're just wandering around the universe. Some of them are being elevated to the upper planetary systems and some are going down to lower planetary systems. So some are up, some are high. It's like a Ferris wheel. We're all just going around this Ferris wheel. And out of many millions of wandering living entities, one who is very fortunate gets an opportunity to associate with a bona fide spiritual master by the grace of Krishna. So we're wandering through and if we're really lucky, we bump into somebody that says, hey, I, I got a secret. I got to tell you something. I got, I got something I want to tell you. You're not a material body. You're a spirit soul and your nature is such an ananda. You're meant to serve and you're meant to find bliss in that service. Mm-hmm. And he says, by the mercy of both Krishna and the spiritual master, such a person receives the seed of the creeper of devotional service. And when a person receives the seed of devotional service, they should take care of it by becoming a gardener and mm-hmm. sowing the seed in the heart. And if a person waters the seed gradually by the process of shravan and kirtan, hearing and chanting, 
So hearing sacred sound vibration, hearing mantra, hearing sacred literature, hearing sacred discussion, and chanting, chanting sacred sound vibration, chanting mantra, chanting divine uh, discussion with other people, the seed will begin to sprout. And then he goes in this whole beautiful analogy about, okay, we've been given this precious gift of this seed of devotion. How can I till, it basically like my life becomes a process of tilling the soil of my heart mm. so that I become fertile ground so that seed can go deep and take root and start to blossom into beautiful fruits of love. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, as you're talking about that, um, yeah, that, that, that mood of, of, not just some instant gratification and enjoyment, but I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually busy. What are you doing? I'm mm. harvesting. I'm, I'm tilling the soil of my heart so that I can harvest the fruits of love of God. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what I mean? That, 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 that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's such a, I'm appreciating it so much, DJ, because it's, we can see like, you know, the, the mode of passion, right? We can see like this, the psychology of like doing equaling our fulfillment in life and like, the faster I can do something, the quicker I can do something to, to get something, then I can be fulfilled. And it's like this, mm. this crazy sort of, uh, you know, race course. It's this, this rush mm. of energy. And somehow or other, it's like, you know, the, the, what I'm seeing is like this, this space and time, you know, like a more natural way of living is, yeah, that we till the soil, you know, then we, we, we sprout the whatever, you know, the food, the flower, we sprout it and we plant mm. it and we water it, you know, and we, we nourish it and we're conscious of weeds. And so we pull the weeds out right when they're little weeds. And like, there's this very attentive, very like methodical, you know, um, gradual development of fruits and flowers. It's this beautiful, um, mm. you know, like, like it, it's, a, it's a different um, pace of life, you know? Mm. And, and for me, it's like, it's like in a day, if I'm not experiencing that, then the frustration comes, yes. you know, the, the, the disappointment comes, the God's not here. Where's yes. God? You know, like, come on, man, where are you at? Like, why aren't, <laughs> why isn't the mango blossoming? And why don't I have ripe mangoes today? You know, and it's like, oh, but, buddy, like, it's all good. It's like, it's all good. Like, we're just, just the flowers have just come. Like, you know, you're doing great. Stick with it, you know? <laughs> Um, I'm just thinking, it's like, yeah, imagine like a little kid, you're playing outside, they put a little apple seed in the ground and they come back the next day and they look at it. Where, where's the apples? It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's a process. It's yeah. a process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that it's like, and, and what you're pointing out, what I'm appreciating so much is like this difference of like pace and this difference of energy, right? It's like in this mm. passionate doing energy, like now, like it's too late, like the, the delivery took 10 minutes. It's too, taking too long. You know, mm. the, the computer is, is loading. It took 10 seconds. It's too slow. You know, like yes. I want, I want that connection now. I want the coronavirus done now. Then I'll be happy. You know, and it's like the trap of that, of that pace of time, the trap, like it's the carrot that we keep chasing. Like mm. it has to be faster. It has to be quicker. Like, it doesn't really facilitate for us to be a gardener. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't help us and facilitate for us to be a gardener and, and, and the pace yeah. of life that spiritual life is asking for us to be in. Like this, this yes. pace of, of consciousness, this gradual, slower, mm. it's, it's more gentle. It's, it's a yes. brick by brick development. It's this, 
it's this uh, be- you know beautiful dream and castle that we're building slowly, yes. not not fast, you know. And um, yes. And so for me, that's I, I'm appreciating you pointing that out because that's that's just a real helpful reminder of like. Mm. And even yesterday, somehow or other, like I was gardening and like I've been having this, this, <laughs> this feeling like I was on the rooftop and I was like, I'm clearing out these beds, you know, like usually usually we, we have a, a young man that helps clear out the beds and and then, a, you know, a few community the, the, members, the garden beds, the garden beds and the rooftop of the Bhakti Center. We don't have a bunch and, of mattresses uh, on the rooftop. Yeah, the garden beds. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, you know what, man, like, I don't know when he's going to be back. And I love gardening. And so I just started clearing the beds out and like how. Mm. How fulfilling that is, you know, and, uh, and and so, okay, like, yeah, let's and then and then what happened? Vasudev, one of our community members said, hey, you know, can someone start sprouting? You know, it's like, it, it's like, immediately, right, that sprouting process happened. And, and then Heather, like, she's ready to bring flowers down from upstate. So it's like, this beautiful, gradual mm, process. Yes. So I, I love it. I'm appreciating it. The passion yes. of New York City doesn't necessarily provide that, that state yes. of consciousness that it really takes to be in this gradual development of our, our, our devotion and our love and, and faith and yeah. toward our higher power, but uh, getting our hands in the soil, you know, getting into that little bit more of a natural rhythm yeah. really can, can be so helpful for that. It's helpful for me, for sure. Totally. Our good friend Amir is saying, these sessions are our fertilizer. So it's like, yes, what am I doing to fertilize my, my creeper, my soil? And uh, yoga, like Mike is saying that, Raghunath said the other day that no one can, you can't cramps for a garden. I'm not sure what cramps mean, but there's no quick way to cram, cram for a garden. There's no quick way to grow plants. There's no quick way to grow plants. Imagine if you started to see a little sprout come up. You're like, oh, I'm going to help it. So I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. You just rip it out of the ground, mm. you know? And a couple, a few quotes, a few um, comments ago, our good friend Damodar out there in Tucson was saying that, um, that it's every, every landscape is different. Mm-hmm. And so every every plot of, of, of land in our heart needs tilling. And so it's, it's a, it's a complete job and every landscape for each person might be different. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's not just like I have to become gardener. I, I, I don't think I have to become gardener of some like generic field. I have to become gardener of my heart. So am I aware enough and am I in tune enough and do I calm down and quiet myself enough to check the climate, the, the, the situation of my own heart. You know, like you go and buy certain plants and some plants need lots of water. Mm-hmm. Some plants just need, if you can't water too much. Some, some soil is really dry. It needs to be moisturized and like mm-hmm. turned. And some soil is already really fertile and needs to just like settle. Like it's like, what is the, what, what is the specific condition of the soil of my heart? Because the way somebody else may be gardening their plant may be different than the way that I garden mine. And so I can't be looking left and looking right and comparing and like, oh my God, they're, they're, they're already sprouting over there. And I got still soil in here. Like what's wrong with me? Like, it's like, no, sometimes things just take a different pace and to be patient with ourselves. And like you said, there's no quick way to grow a plant. It's kind of like, oh, I'm, and so I think that even, and sometimes, and sometimes there's a quick sprout of growth. Like it looks like, okay, I'm, I'm doing a lot today. I'm, I'm chanting and I'm reading and I'm studying and I woke up and I'm doing this and that. And sometimes it's just, it's just patience. It's just, it's just patience. It's also almost like, like, like making a loaf of bread. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I've taught a lot of cooking classes and I would always teach, and sometimes when I teach people to make bread, I said, do you know what the most important ingredient in making bread and bread is? Letting it rise. It's time. <laughs> time is the most important ingredient. 
You know what I mean? Like a loaf of bread may take two hours to make, but you're actually only doing like 15 to 20 minutes of actual work. You make the dough and then you turn it over and cover it. And then it, you know, it, you let it sit for an hour if you have the time. Mm -hmm. And then you make it into a loaf and you, you, or you put it into rolls and you put it in the oven without turning the oven on. And then you let it rise again for another hour. Mm -hmm. It's like two hours of, of, two hours of you just letting it incubate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so sometimes we like take spiritual, we got to give ourselves that time to mm -hmm. just let it sit, mm -hmm. you know, and it's totally fine. And that's what we talked about yesterday. Like who's defining productivity in the world? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I may be laying down in bed thinking I'm just wasting my life away, but actually like, no, I'm sitting here and I'm like wrestling with my feelings of loneliness and I'm choosing to bring that to God. Mm. And in that, in that wrestling of that feeling, I'm actually like tilling the soil of my heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so it's like, and, but that may not be able to show anything for that. That may not make a great Instagram video or that may not make a great podcast or that may not make a great, you know, uh, hangout time with friends, but there's work taking place mm -hmm. in my heart. Mm -hmm. That work is taking place in the heart and that work, is will bear fruits. There is a harvest to mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. comes. And every now and then we do see little sprouts, we see mm -hmm. little sprouts of that, but it's, it's being patient. So for some, just, and just like read recognizing the work that we're doing, mm -hmm. recognizing the work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Right? Gigi. Yeah, totally. But yeah, it's, it, it's, you know, it's so what we, I love when you and I are having conversations about uh, the vulnerability of the process of spiritual yes. life, you know, it's like that we're, we're in this process of, of trying to grow mango trees and, and rose bushes and jasmine. And we're in this process, we're trying to like, we're trying to connect to the, the, the beauty of our own heart and soul and to mm. share that with the world. And, and that, um, and I was thinking about when we we're in Govardhan Eco Village in, in Maharashtra, India, uh, Doyal and, and I, and, and a whole group, we had an amazing group of, of friends. I think Zoe, she's online with us too. And Deanna has been there so many times. And, and uh, we went to a farmer's, um, land and part mm -hmm. of what we do every time we're in uh, the eco village is that we get together as a group you know we're all coming joseph just uh, joined on he was with us as well we all get in, in little these little cute little vans and we go bumping down the road to a, a local <laughs> farmer and uh because the eco village uh, a, a project of radna swami in, in india eco village is supporting all these local farmers and what do they do they have they have their immediate crops right they have their their um jasmine that are growing right and jasmine come after just just a few months jasmine start flowering and blossoming the roses they're similar to that the mango tree it takes five years for them to harvest even mm. one mango and so it's it's through our through our life it's 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 uh i'm appreciating you dg where it's like yeah this real patience with the process you know and also like knowing that hey there's going to be we're gonna get these waves and these and, and, and the amazing fragrance of spiritual life when we're really tending to the garden, when we're really watering, you know, and that, that's something that um, maybe we could start to take the analogy and, and, and bring it into the practical elements of spiritual life, which is, yeah, we're tilling the soil, right? We're looking at our, our own heart. We're looking at our limiting beliefs. We're mm. looking at the, the anarthas. We're looking at the things that are not serving us in our life. We're starting to pull out those weeds. We're starting to replace those limiting beliefs with, with um, positive assumptions, with positive mm. beliefs, you know, with truth that's connected to the yeah. nature of our soul and, and our higher consciousness. And 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're watering, right? We're, we're tilling and we're pulling the weeds and we're watering. What are we watering with? With, with spiritual energy. You know, what's that spiritual energy? We're talking about our meditation practice. We're talking about our prayer, kirtan, calling out the divine names, having these discussions mm. that we're having, you know, and, and you know, reading from the, the literatures and the scriptures of the world, you know, we're starting to actually churn and, 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 and water the roots of that garden. Yeah, totally. And, and go ahead, DG, come on. No, I, 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 I know, you, know, you got something that's coming. You got I'm just excited. Coming. No, you keep going. I'm just excited. <laughs> Yeah, and so I mean, I, I'm just I'm just imagining this this beautiful analogy, and like, wow, like that mood of a farmer. We see those farmers, but they're so simple, they're so humble-hearted. I remember uh, one of our India programs was like trying to give a donation to the farmer, and the farmer was so grateful that we came out. We were digging ditches and pulling weeds and trimming back the jasmine, and the farmer was mm. so grateful that we came out and we helped them out. We dug all these ditches mm. for the mango trees. We had blisters on our hands. We were like a bunch of like weak New Yorkers. Like we were bloody and like we wouldn't have lasted a full day on the farm. We all would have had like heat stroke and died if we would have done a full day of work. We did like two hours of work. <laughs> and, uh, and the gratitude and the humility, you could just see like these people were like happiness wasn't like it wasn't like that. Mm. It wasn't like this quick thing. If I get it or I don't get it, you know, if it's too hot today. If it's not cool enough in my room, if I, the mm. Wi-Fi signal is not strong enough, if da 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 da, that was not happiness. Like they were just, they were grateful yeah. that people were coming and just helping. That they were so grateful. They wouldn't, they wouldn't accept a donation. They said, yeah. "We have already taken so much. We've already received so much. We will not take enough. We cannot take anything more from you. We are, we're mm. indebted to you." You know, mm. that, that mood, the mood of a humble gardener, man. It's just like, yeah, so powerful. And, the, and these so are beautiful. poor people. These aren't people who have like a savings, like a, it's not like, oh, I've got it. Like, these are people who could use a donation. Right. You know, but totally. they're turning it down. Yeah. So some of the things, uh, now she wrote a comment. She was like, you're talking about five years ago, mango. She was like, oh, damn. And mangoes are so good, you know? But it's like, we take it for granted, right? We just walk up to the store and I get a fresh mango and it's like, mm, that's great. And I take for granted, how long, how much water, how much, how long did it take for this to grow? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we see other people who are maybe harvesting their fruits of spirituality, it's like, oh, that took just like, it doesn't come so, it doesn't come so quick and so easy. So I shouldn't think that you're doing something wrong because it's taking you a while. It's just, you're, you're, you're making a decision to pursue something valuable. Mm-hmm. You're making a decision to pursue something valuable and it's just going to take time and effort. And um, it's so funny because you mentioned the blister and I was thinking it before you mentioned it. Um, I had the misfortune. I didn't go on that trip because I was teaching something at Govardhan Echo Village. I was in the middle of teaching a training. So I stayed back at the Echo Village where you guys went out. But, uh, but Gorvani was there also. And, um, you know, he was telling the story and he said, um, we put the bliss in blister. <laughs> Totally, you know, totally. which is like it's it, it 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 when you when you when you redirect your purpose, mm. you know what I mean. The challenges in life that would normally be so irritating take on a new meaning, mm-hmm. and there's even there's even becomes a joy in it, where it's like before it's like oh, I got this blister, it's like oh, but I'm so grateful that I get to have this blister in the service of these other devotees. In the service mm-hmm. of creating something so much, it's like so much better. Like, why would I focus and get so mad and pissed that I have this blister? When mm-hmm. actually, I'm actually so fulfilled and happy to be doing this service. And, and Zoe, she mentions, you know, that when that farmer said that, 
we all cried when he said that. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even notice the blister on my finger because, or I do, but that, that blister actually reminds me of something joyful because mm -hmm. it reminds me of the great work that we did or that you guys did. I wasn't there that day, but, um, but, we're, but in general, it's like, what are the blisters I incur along the way of tilling the soil of my heart? When we till the soil of our heart to plant the seed of devotion, you're going to get blisters. Mm -hmm. You're going to get sore feet. You're going to get, you know, you're going to feel the heat of the sun. Like it's going to come along the way, but that's mm -hmm. just, you know, those things can actually be signs of our dedication and devotion. And we can, we can put the bliss in blister by, mm -hmm. uh, by remembering what we're actually, what we're doing. We're planting, we're planting mango trees. Mm -hmm. We're planting mango trees and uh, mango fruits are coming. I love it. You know, Jeffrey Sharon, you know, on Zoom, he's like, you know, I, I, I offered and ate a mango for breakfast this morning. I feel so much right? more grateful for it now, you know, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, wow. A mango tree takes five years to produce one mango, right? And even then, like what the farmer was saying is, is that, hey, we, we don't want to immediately start to harvest it. We want to really build it. We want to mm. make it strong. We want to make the roots strong, because if we immediately start taking energy from it and letting it make mm. mangoes, even after that, that initial, that fifth year, I start taking it initially, three years in, four years in, then I'm, I'm taking all the energy from the roots, I'm taking the energy from it, strengthening. Let it strengthen, let it build, let it be strong, so that when it does blossom, it blossoms again and again and again, the richest, the mm. most juicy mangoes. And just that beautiful gratitude, you know, I appreciated Jeff so much, just that man, what we get on our plate, you know, like the pace of life, of, of material life right now, like the ordering it on Amazon, you know, mm. which, I, which I do, which I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not saying to not do these things. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not blaming or there's nothing, there's no guilt or shame about it's, anything. It's just the culture. It's just the culture. Right, yeah. And, and it's just like, wow, like if I really want to experience like the bliss of a mango, I really want to experience like the sweetness and the nectar of it. If I'm part of growing a mango tree, if I'm part of being out in the, the heat and digging ditches and fertilizing it and watching that process, and then that mango comes, like what a fulfilling process, yeah, what a deeply totally. fulfilling experience. And, yeah. and so that's that material consciousness that, that now I get it and I'm going to be happy. It's a trap, you know, it's a trap yeah. that, we could look at any person on the planet, the billionaires, the millionaires that have all the power, that have all the resources. If the objective is just to do, if the objective is just to control, is just to have what I want when I want it, we're going to see that's not a perpetual happiness. That's not a mm. bliss. It's not a joy that that person's carrying in their heart. We can see that, you know? And so yeah. what we want, we want to be gardeners. You know, we want to yes. be gardeners and, 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 and tenders of the garden of our heart, of our soul. And, Jeff says, of course, I got the mango at Target last week. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. One last story. We're going to, we got it because it's 930. This is totally relevant. A few years ago, this might have been 10 years ago, I used to live as a monk um, in the Bhakti Center, in the ashram. And we used to take these retreats up to Vermont. A whole ashram would go. Sometimes there'd be 20 of us as monks to these retreats in Vermont. A friend of ours had a house up there and some land. And there was uh, an apple tree, an apple tree. And I remember I would climb myself, I climbed into the tree and picked apples and tossed them down into a wagon. And then we had this, he had this wooden crank, which looked like a medieval torture device, but it was like this crank 
where you literally just hand crank the apples and it churned out cider. And we churned out that cider and strained it. And then later that evening, we, we took that apple and we heated it up with some fresh spices and we made cider. And like it took the whole day. We could have just gone to the store and bought cider. But if on that day, I realized it was like, what people are like, what do you, if you go out in nature, like if you don't live in the city, like what do you, if you don't have wife, what do you do all day? It's like, oh, you make your food, you clean your house, you know what I mean? All those things that they take time, but it becomes meaningful. Or it's like, now it's like, oh, well, food doesn't take time. I just go to the store and buy it. Laundry doesn't take time. I just put it in the machine and dry it. You know what I mean? Nothing takes time. I just instant, 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 instant. It's like, oh, but what if those things actually were the meaningful things of life? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's don't rob yourself of the process mm-hmm. of getting towards happiness. Don't just search for happiness right away. Go through the process. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. process is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, when we made cider that day, it was like, oh, I could have just bought cider, but it lost all its meaning. It would lose all its meaning. And so that, I think spirituality, we, we, we're looking for the solution, but we want to know what, but rather it's like, what's the process? Mm-hmm. And, and how is that, you know, we're gardeners at the end of the day. Anyways, it's time to go. It's 9.32. We can keep going. I love this. Let's be gardeners. Let's till Let's the soil be gardeners. Heart. Let's be gardeners. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yes. All right. I'm going on the roof today. I'm spending a little bit of time. I'm pulling up some weeds. I'm pulling out the weeds in my heart because I know they're growing in there. And uh, so grateful. So grateful for you, Doyao, uh, yes. being a fellow gardener on the path. All of you guys, I know it. I know in your hearts. and you're tuning in because you're gardeners. And Yes. Let's, uh, let's appreciate this process that we're in of, of, mm. of harvesting those mangoes, of growing those mango trees of our yes. spiritual life. Let's plant some flowers. Let's plant some mangoes. Moga's ready to take us all upstate and do a farm commune. She's got some followers already. Hit the garden, everybody. Thank you all so much, Kariana, Constantina Notion, our Zoomers, Julie, Jan, Jeff, Laura was here, AJ was here. Thank you, Zerlina. Thank you all so much. Remind yourselves of the harvest that's waiting for you, and we will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Hari Hari. Jai Shri Ram. Jai Shri Ram. Hari Bol.